and welcome to another episode of Guys at the Roundtable. I'm your boy Vladimir Jean-Philippe, and I hope everybody's having a good Friday, because I know I am. <laughs> we are a couple of days away from Valentine's Day, and hopefully you and your loved one will be spending it together, doing something you actually enjoy doing, and if you have kids, I pray that you can find a sitter so that you can have some peace and quiet <laughs> for a little bit, because the Lord knows that I love my daughter, but to have some peace and quiet in this house would be amazing for a few hours or so. So if you're out there with kids, I hope you find a sitter and I hope you enjoy your Valentine's Day. Now, I would like to get into today's topic, which is something that's been weighing on my mind uh, lately. And it's pretty much one of those things that you cannot progress your life forward until you make amends, right? And so today's topic is reconciliation or reconciling with your past. Because I'll be honest, I've done a lot of shady and crappy things in my past. And to this day, I still think about them. And I, I kind of regret doing making the decisions that I've made, right? So we all have those regrets in life, I guess you could say. We all have regrets. I know for a fact I do. And I try to, well, not openly share them, but I vaguely share them on this channel or on this podcast, I should say. Because it's my way of confronting the demons that's been haunting me, right? Because we all have this mistake that we want and we wish we could go back and redo things. But here's the reality of it. We cannot go back and undo what we did. So we're left with apologies and forgiveness, right? Because we have to apologize to the victim or victims of what we have done. And we hope that they forgive us. And in the same process, you have to be able to forgive yourself for doing those things or doing those wrongs. So the way I look at it is you can spend a lifetime either being haunted by your past or you can take the time to try to make amends and forgive yourself most importantly because with reconciliation, it's, you have to be able to make amends with yourself first because if you don't forgive yourself, you cannot forgive others. And I've seen that those who have a hard time of forgiving others have a hard time of forgiving themselves when they mess up. Sometimes it's the opposite that's true, too, because there's a lot of narcissistic people out there. I know there's a lot of narcissistic people that will wrong somebody and not feel a damn thing about it. And yet they will continue to blame the other person as if they were in the wrong, which makes no sense to me. But hey, that's how narcissism works, right? For us normal folks <laughs> who don't suffer from narcissism or any kind of psychotic or sociopathic deficiencies, when we wrong somebody, we feel absolutely horrible that we did it. But yet we made the choice to do it. So what's left for us to do? The only thing we can do is apologize profusely. But the most important thing I think we can do is change the behavior that we did to screw that individual over. In order to progress in your life and learn from a mistake, you have to first accept the mistake and then try to correct that mistake by changing your behavior for the better. If you don't, then there's no point in apologizing and there's no point in feeling bad. Therefore, you fall into the categories of being a psychopath, or narcissistic, or a sociopath. So we have to be able to forgive ourselves, I guess you could say, and then we can seek the forgiveness of the other. Now, if that individual wants to give you the forgiveness, that's up to that person, but you have to be able to forgive yourself and come to terms with what you have done. Then and only then can you continue to grow and progress in your life. And I'll be honest with you, we have a difficult time of letting go of the past. I know I do. Because there's a lot of decisions that I would have made differently 
There's a lot of path, different paths I would have taken. There's a lot of things in life that I would have chosen differently for myself. Now, ultimately, I'm super happy with where I'm at because everything kind of worked out in the end, I guess you could say. I have a girlfriend that really, truly loves me and I love her. And out of it, I have a beautiful daughter. So I, out of the mistakes and the wrong decisions that I've made, it led me to the path of being a family man. I guess it taught me the lessons I needed to learn to be the person that I am today. But yet I still find it difficult to let go of some of the decisions in the past that I have made, mainly with sports, sometimes school. But I find those to be like checkpoints in my life, right? Like where I could have went one way or another, and then I chose to go the way that I went to lead me to this point. Now, again, I'm not saying I want my life to be different. I'm just saying that there's some decisions that I have made in my past that I would like to have a do-over at. You know, it's just one of those things that you think about, like, you know, if I could have done this over again, how different would my life be? It's that butterfly effect we always think about. Will my life change because I made decision B instead of decision A? You know what I mean? So it's one of those things that I think about, but I know there's a couple of things in my life that I would have loved to change, but, you know, I, I can't go back and change them. So therefore, I have to sit here and try to convince myself to be okay with my past. Now, you know, I, I talk about my beautiful family and my girlfriend and, you know, how I'm happy now. And it's taken a lot of work. I'm not going to BS you. I, it's, it has taken a lot of work to get to where I am today. A lot of self-reflection, a lot of personal uh, dialogues, inner dialogues, I guess they're called, inner monologues sometimes. And the fact that, you know, sometimes I just sit in a quiet place and just think about the decisions that I made. And then I try to go through the reasoning behind those decisions. And try to just kind of, I guess you, you could say, come to peace. Or come to terms with what I have chosen. And it's not, you know, like I said, I'm not saying anything is bad. I'm just saying there's things that I want to, for me personally, in order for me to grow to be the ultimate person or the ultimate version that I am, I have to forgive myself for a lot of the things that I have done in the past. And that's true in a lot of cases for you guys as well. A lot of you out there have to come to terms and make peace with your past because a lot of us, and I put myself in this too, a lot of us are stuck in place sometimes. We feel like we are emotionally or spiritually or just, we feel like we're stuck in place, like we don't deserve the things that we get. We feel guilty for being successful or even having a sniff at success. We feel guilty. I know I do sometimes. I feel guilty when things work out in my favor. It's like, mm, I don't deserve this. Or I feel guilty when somebody gives me a compliment. I don't take it as lightly. You know, I, I feel guilty that I have a very happy life, kind of. You know, so it, it's just those kind of little feelings that I'm trying to get over. You know, it, it's one of those things. It's like we, in order to achieve our maximum selves, we have to be able to let go of the things that we have done that was wrong. We have to forgive ourselves. And then hopefully the person uh, forgives us as well for the things that we have done to them. It's a weird dynamic. I know it's hard to explain, but I, I think you guys out there understand what I'm trying to say is that, you know, there's certain things that you feel like you shouldn't be having because you don't feel like you deserve them. That's all I'm saying. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing or bad. It's just one of those things that you just feel that way, right? It's just a feeling. Now, sometimes, and in most cases for me, that feeling kind of hinders you from progressing forward. It hinders you from fully accepting love and it hinders you from fully accepting the reality that you are currently in. 
because I found myself pinching myself like, damn, this can't be real. Like, I can't be this kind of happy. Is this for real? Like, I really do have somebody that cares for me. I really do have this family dynamic that's going on right now. Do I really have friends that care about me? Like, holy crap. Like, for me, it's just a real feeling sometimes. Not to say I don't enjoy it. It's just that I cannot fully enjoy it because of some warped way of looking at things. I don't know if it's depression. I don't know what you could call it because, like I said, I'm not a professional a psychologist, so I don't know how to determine it, but it's one of those things that I need to figure out. Once you can get a grasp on it, you can then progress and fully enjoy the experiences of life because life is made for living. Yeah, we can sit here and we can talk about the dynamics of God, religion, and all of that cool stuff, but realistically, life is made for living. You're here to experience the essence of life. You're alive. You can see, you can feel, you can touch, you can smell, you can taste things. You're alive. So sometimes things come in along the way that prohibit you from fully enjoying life or fully enjoying life, right? So we have to figure out what that thing that's holding us back and try to solve that thing. <laughs> I know it's a weird thing to say, but we have to be able to try to solve the issue at hand. And it's hard for us to really dive into it because it's one of those things it's like you feel like you don't deserve it right so it affects your relationships it affects your actions it affects your decision making it affects everything because let's say you've wronged somebody in your past right and then you feel horrible about it or horribly about it now all of a sudden you're going to go forward may hesitating a lot of decisions that you make in life because subconsciously you're still feeling guilty about that horrible mis- or that thing that you did to that person, the way you treated that person. So a job opportunity comes up and you're kind of like, uh, do I really deserve this? Uh, do I really, can I really do this? You know, so you start to like dis- hesitate a little bit. And then so you decline because you don't feel worthy of that. Now, there's some people that could really just take that feeling and just kind of like in internalize it and just kind of dismiss it totally and just be like well f that person i just did what i needed to do and (laughs) they go on about their lives all willy-nilly without a care in the world but for me i'm a very strong empathizer so if i do anybody wrong i feel it i'm like ah i shouldn't have done that not all the time sometimes people deserve things but for the most time if i like say you know i screwed you out of some money or something i'll feel bad for a long time or if i told you a lie i'll think about that lie that i told you forever you know what I mean? Like, why do I say it? I don't know why I said it. I just said it. <laughs> you know, it's one of just those. It's just one of those things where you try to impress people and you try to like puff up yourself a little bit, so you tie, you know, you fib, and then the fib catches up to you and whatnot. So you feel bad about it. If you're worth, if you're worth anything, you feel bad about it, right? And so I don't know. Sometimes when we feel badly or guilty about things, it, it really affects our relationships a lot as well too because our friendships will either pick right or wrong friends depending on how we feel um relationships in terms of like um amorous relationships will either latch on to some toxic relationships longer than we should or sometimes we'll get out of relationships faster than we should we won't give people the the necessary chance to build a relationship with us we'll put up that wall and then we'll keep that wall there so reconciling with your past is very important. It, it's a, one of those things that can like really inhibit your growth and it can really inhibit you moving forward in life. So it's very important that you, whatever you do in your life, whether you're trying to find a relationship or you're trying to find a new job or you're trying to become rich and famous or you're trying to just make more money, you have to be able to reconcile with yourself and your past in order to make present day better decisions that will ultimately affect your future. Because whatever it is that you're trying to reconcile, it is holding you back and it is preventing you from growing to be the ultimate uh, 
person that you can be, the ultimate version of yourself. And because of it, sometimes we can find ourselves in weird situations, man. <laughs> like if we don't reconcile with ourselves and we're still holding on to past grudges or past uh, transgressions and stuff like that, even if other people have wronged us and we're still holding on to that hate, that anger, that whatever it is, if you're still holding on to it, man, it can really mess with your emotions going forward. Because then you'll start to turn to things like religion, you'll turn to conspiracy theories, cults, uh, uh, you can develop reckless behavior, or you could even, worse yet, fall into drugs and alcohol, and then spiral in that um, whirlpool, if you will. You know, if you go into that Bermuda Triangle of drugs and alcohol, man, you are gone. It's hard to get back, but you are gone. So, you know, we have to be able to reconcile our past selves. Now, I keep talking about reconciliation and, you know like dealing with our past emotions and transgressions and everything. And you're probably asking yourself, like, what the hell are you talking about with reconciliation? What do we have to reconcile? It could be almost anything. It could be you being abused, sexually, physically, emotionally, verbally, whatever. Any abuse is going to continue to, is a form of PSD. You develop a form of PSD with abuse. Neglect is in there too, you know? So anything that messes with your functionality of being a normal human being in a present term is something you need to reconcile with, you know, and I don't want to be that person to kind of like be like blunt or direct about this right now, even though I am sometimes, but you have to be able to like talk to somebody about these things, whether it be a shrink, a friend, a close family member, whomever, a stranger, you know, you have to unload these burdens because you don't want to bottle up these emotions. Hell, keep a journal if you must. You know, but you have to be able to find a way to release these emotions in a safe and functional or in a practical way, essentially. You have to be able to do this in a practical, safe environment of releasing your emotions. My suggestion is you find a psychologist or a therapist to help you deal with them because by law, they cannot um, go and, you know, talk about your business to anybody else. You know, it's a it's a you versus it's a you and them confidentiality contract that you enter to and they have to abide by that. So that's my recommendation. Go find a therapist and talk about yourself because your mental health is very, very important. We're seeing it now in America where, you know, everybody's doing some crazy things. They're falling for like cult like they're falling into cult like behaviors. They're following different things that they're not supposed to be following. They're doing things they're not supposed to be doing, like raiding the Capitol. You know, <laughs> following one man to like their eternal demise, it's, it's weird. I say eternal demise, but you know, their physical demise is more prevalent than their eternal demise. But I'm just saying, find yourself latching on to wacky things when you don't deal with the traumas that you dealt with and uh, that you have been handed in life, right? You're going to have a hard time connecting with individuals. You're going to have a hard time finding love. Because you have all these barriers that's up that's preventing you from experiencing the world that is supposed to be experienced. It's weird. So whatever it is that you need to reconcile, whether mental, emotional, physical, whatever, you have to be able to go through and deal with that. You have to be able to conquer that. You have to be able to solve that problem so that you can be a healthy individual going forward. Being healthy is the most important thing in your life right now, mental and physical. I know I'm slacking on the both, but hey, eventually I'm going to get it together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I and I know that you will too. You know, I just want to just kind of touch base on this uh, word because reconciliation is a very important thing, I think, because it really does affect your relationships going forward in life. It really does. 
I didn't realize how much it affected me until I started to internalize everything. Then I keep a lot of journals. I write, I write, I write. I never read them. I just write them and then forget about it, right? It's just a write and forget kind of deal. But then I did the thing of like where I wanted to grow and be healthy as an, as an individual. And I started to read those things that I wrote. And then I remember, oh my God, all the emotions started pouring back in. And I'm just kind of like, wow, why did I do this? Why did I let this happen? What was the situation that led me to this? What was the chain of events that led me to that decision? And I started to conquer each and every one of those things that I've written. I've written, I've read the anger ones, the sad ones, the sappy ones, the love dovey ones, the happy ones. You know, I've read them all. Like I've found a journal and I've read them all. I read it from front to back. And then after I read it, I thought about it. I kept it and I just kept reviewing it like different page every night. And then I just tried to heal myself from that. Why did I let myself get to that point? I thought about all the circumstances and I'm starting to realize that I'm having way more clarity going forward than I did ever before. I've always, I don't know if I've said it like recently, but I've always had the belief that you have to conquer your demons in order to be the ultimate version of yourself. We all have demons. We all know what I well, We all know what we're good at. We all know what we're bad at. And we all know what's messing us up. You have to be able to look at what's messing you up, look it in the face, and conquer it. You can't let it defeat you. And so my positive message for the day is look within yourself and try to solve the issues that you got going on in your life. Your husband's not loving you enough. Your wife's not loving you enough. Find out why. You had some kind of trauma in your childhood where you've seen a dead body and you've never gotten over it. You've just repressed it and death freaks you out. Talk about it. Find a therapist. Go talk to it. Talk to somebody about it. It doesn't matter how silly it is or how simple or how severe. You have to be able to go out there and talk about it because you have to let that burden off of you. You have to lift it off of you. The more you hold on to those burdens, the more pain and suffering you're going to continue to go through and the more you're going to keep prevent yourself from enjoying your future. Because there's a lot of positive things waiting for us in our future, but we're too stuck into a negative or a negativity force field right now in the present to enjoy that or to let that come in. The law of attraction dictates that whatever you are trying to attract is going to come. Now, you, whether you believe in it fully or not, it doesn't matter, but it's going to happen. There's going to be a shroud of negativity around you at some point in your life. You have to be able to conquer that and let the positivity flow in. But yeah, just a thought. I just wanted to throw that out there. So I really appreciate you guys listening to me. This is Vlad with Guys at the Roundtable. You can hit me up on Twitter at GOTR Podcast. Hit me up with the emails. I'll always read them and I'll try to respond as much as I can to guys of the roundtable at gmail.com. Again, the email is guys of the roundtable at gmail.com. And you would always like and share this and also comment, if you will, on Facebook at facebook.com slash guys at the roundtable. I'm always looking through social media, so hit me up. Don't be shy. I would love to interact with you guys. I would love to build the community and try to get this going and try to help each other out because we need something positive in this world. And I'm trying to build that positivity. So if you want to join in on my journey, you can tell me your story. I'll share it with mine and we can go from there. Thanks for listening. As always, Vlad loves you and peace.